0: And welcome to our podcast, Hyperfocus Positive Minds, a podcast made by Laura Jessica Walker and Ilias Michael, mother and son, talking all things mental health, positive mindset and self-development.
1: Welcome to take two of episode two of Hyperfocus Positive Minds. The first take did not go very well because we got about 20 seconds into it, into it. Into it, and I realised my mic settings were not right. But it's good now. How are you?
0: That's good, isn't it? Little behind-the-scenes-ness. Yes. Be real. Tell it as it is.
1: Be real. Do you know what Be Real is?
0: No.
1: It's an app. It's kind of like the new Instagram. I haven't got it because I think it's ridiculous, so unproductive and stupid. But it's basically an app where you take a photo and it uses your front and back camera at the same time, and you post it like an Instagram. Like, oh, let's see today's Be Real. And it's just... it's. Redonkulous, absolutely pointless. I have no idea why it's so fascinating to this generation.
0: Wow, I almost feel you're already on your rant, ready to talk about why you think social media is so terrible.
1: Social media is absolutely awful. We're only 56 seconds in (laughs) and we're doing great. This is brilliant. Let's go. No warm up period this time. Social media, right? So, we have something called a dopamine system, which is basically the dopamine in our brain, like how our brain releases dopamine and the way social media works is as you're scrolling each new piece of data, each new instagram photo, each new tiktok, each new reel, whatever, be real um, it sparks up your dopamine and it gives you a nice little boost of dopamine which when you first get social media, that's lovely, it's great, it's just oh look at this, such easy way of enjoyment, however once you've been using social media for a long enough amount of time your brain gets so used to having constant new spurges of dopamine that when you're not having that constant new spike of dopamine, you're incredibly bored, and then the life outside of social media becomes so boring that you don't want to do anything, and then because of that, you get depressed. Wow. And that is how the social media apps hook you onto social media. It's actually quite evil. They portray themselves as being this, like, let mm, let's all connect it's beautiful this happy world on the internet nah the happy world is outside go for a walk go to the woods don't go on Instagram do
0: you know what I love about that what is that we're doing really well on TikTok
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes however I would like to argue that our purpose of being on TikTok is to show people the light and the real world and to how good it can be if you just make it be Mm -hmm. So, uh, this sounds kind of counterproductive, but I reckon our goal is to have no followers on TikTok.
0: (laughs) Everybody's left the platform. Yeah, we want that, realistically.
1: (laughs) Even if we're not known after that, we've done significant good.
0: Do you know what? I really love that. I love that purpose that you have, and um, I buy into it, and I love it. And I just wanted to mention, because you're talking about the dopamine system, Hmm. ADHD Mm. is all about that, isn't it? The fact that people with ADHD have uh, difficulty in dopamine uptake. Yeah, so if
1: you... With ADHD, social media is so much easier to get hooked on Mm. and so much more difficult to get out of. The only thing I can recommend... Well, there are three things. We spoke about these habits in the last one, didn't we? Yeah,
0: that's okay. You can say them again.
1: I think meditating specifically is the most important out of the three. If you meditate daily, you will get to a point where you don't want to use social media. You don't need to use it because it feels like, oh, why am I just looking at my phone? There's this beautiful world that I can just be present in. And I remember when I first got into meditating, there were there were times where I'd go to the toilet or I'd go downstairs to get food and I'd just leave my phone upstairs and I'd be like, hang on, where's my phone? Oh, wait. I just went downstairs and I didn't think, oh, I've got to bring my phone to stay entertained while my phone's in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Entertained while my phone's in the microwave. <laughs>
0: Entertained.
1: Entertained while my phone's in the microwave. Alright.
0: That's a great new word that you've come up with there. Well, can I just say well done for getting straight into the podcast, straight onto your rant? You're welcome. Which wasn't really a rant, was it? It's just you're absolutely right.
1: Well, a rant can be about anything. A rant can be correct.
0: Yeah. It is true. A correct rant.
1: A correct
0: (laughs) rant. Um. I had a couple of things I, I make some notes beforehand just so that we know what we might talk about but I haven't actually told you Oh no. well, there's a couple of things I, I mean last two podcast episodes I've said we're going to talk about mental health which we are but before we do <laughs> I want to talk about food
1: alright
0: and I tell you why is what I've realised and um, through our TikToks is that people are commenting and saying that's me this happens to me that's something that to me, whether they have a diagnosis where they suspect that they have ADHD, and we we're also hearing from parents as well um, not just from people with ADHD, actually, with lots of neurodiversities. I'm going on a tangent, Are
1: right? You?
0: Yeah, I'm going to, but now I'm worried I'm going to forget that bit.
1: What now you've gone on a tangent, you were going <laughs> fine before.
0: <laughs> I know this is what happens. I do oh, this when I'm public speaking as well, go it's on, terrible. Carry on,
1: you're talking about how not only people with ADHD, but people who suspect they have ADHD yes. and other neural divergent
0: yes are are i can finish that bit they are relating to what we're putting out and then that thought came into my head then that i wanted to say out loud which was we've had some corrections thrown at us um, yeah by people who know much more than we do and i think what's really important to say is that I am not an ADHD expert, um, and nor is Ilias. We are merely living this life um, and learning as we go along. And nor do I want to be, actually. I think I spent a large proportion of my life being an expert in dementia.
1: How long um, was that for? What? How long did you become an expert in dementia for?
0: <laughs> how did I become it?
1: No, just how long was that period of Well, I,
0: I guess, since I trained as a mental health nurse, so like most of my life. And um, specialised in it. So, what that means... Gone off on another tangent. That was my fault. Oh. go. But what, because it's important <laughs> because what it means is that I do have some understanding of neurodiversity and, and how the brain works. Quite a deep understanding. But I don't have a deep understanding of ADHD. And that brings us beautifully to the correction mm. where people were saying to us, it's not called hyperfocus. It's called hyperfixation. However... I've looked into this. You can use either or. That's okay. We're happy with that.
1: I thought that was my correction.
0: It, well, it, it was. So, what actually happened was you corrected me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I said, Nah, that's all right.
1: So, then I carried on using it, and then people corrected me. Oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. We've also got some pretty snarky comments, haven't we? Everyone yeah. being like, oh, this is just excuses. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that doesn't exist. So, And, and that <laughs> is another thing that you... Well, this is a beautiful segue because that is what you live with, right? So people will say, well, why do you want to, why do you want to label? Why do, you want, why do you want to label it? You know, we all feel that we all have these things and, and probably you do have very many of the things that are part of having ADHD. It might be that you have a poor working memory, as an example. So do people with ADHD. You know, there's lots of things that you'd be able to pick up and say, oh, yeah, I do that as well. Mm. But the point is, it's not about having a label. It's about being able to name it so we can talk about it openly, so we could acknowledge it as a thing Mm. and get the help that's required, which is not in any of the systems that we've been a part of. Yes. Is that fair? I agree. So this is a good segue into the effects of constantly being a disappointment. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? Yeah. You have ADHD, right? Maybe it's undiagnosed. You are going to disappoint people constantly because they will see this amazing potential in you and they will tell you that you have this amazing potential but you just don't do the work or you just don't, f- you know, follow your your abilities. And what effect does that have on your mental health?
1: Not a good one because, like, you know you can do the stuff, but you can't do it. You can't show that you can do the stuff. And then people just see that as, like, oh, you're lazy. Mm -hmm. You're just just lazy. Mm. You know what I mean? And if so many people put that label on you, Of course you're going to believe it. Then you will become lazy. If you view yourself as someone who is lazy, you will act in a lazy way. And that's kind of, that's probably how it's been. Like, Mm. I've been like, right, you're just going to call me lazy no matter how hard I try. I'm going to just be lazy then. You know what I mean? What's the
0: point? And, well, this isn't the first time I noticed it, but I think it was really, really apparent when it was lockdown and we were preparing for your GCSEs, homeschooling um, your, your exams. And I had to sit next to you the whole time that you were working. Because if I got up, mm. you lost focus and you weren't able to produce the well, work. Because it was stupid. It was yeah, Ridiculous. Okay bearing in mind that yes i mean i know your views about the work that you were being asked to do but the fact is you have to jump through these hoops to get to the next stage of your education so as a parent it's like well this is really important i don't know how to push him through that hoop the only way i know is to sit next to you and get you to write that sentence that you just that amazing sentence that you just said out loud needs to be written down um what happened during that time is you hit rock bottom. And there was a moment for me when you were sat outside, I don't know if you remember, it, but you were sat outside in the, um, in the garden um, and you were rocking and you said you just didn't see the point anymore of any of it. Um, total, total rock bottom. And at that moment, as a mum, I remember thinking, None of this, none of this education, none of all of this stuff trying to stuff you through a hoop is worth your life.
1: Yeah, literally. That's that's brought me back, That I remember. That was a dark time, that was a dark time. The fact that school was making me genuinely consider just killing myself is... It it's ridiculous, and they... You couldn't tell authority that. They'd just be like, oh, we've all got to do it. Just suck it up. Mm.
0: Just keep going. Yeah, that was hard. Really, really difficult. And a lot of that was around just feeling worthless, wasn't it? Just like, what's what's the point of me? Yeah. Because I can't perform like you want me to. I can't do the stuff
1: that you want. Because when you're that age... School is everything. You know what I mean? That's all teachers talk about. That's all parents talk about. Like you come from, come home with like how's school, how's your grades doing, how you how what are your friends like at school. Like they make up school to be such a massive part of your life because it really is. It's just every day, pretty much, of your mm. life. So if you're not performing well in that school environment, you're gonna think you just suck at life. You're gonna think you're worthless because school is the only thing that is worth.
0: Mm.
1: And that's ridiculous.
0: And it's so bonkers. You know, from a parent's point of view, to look at that and to see how amazing your brain is, how fast your brain is, how, you know, how much you can comp- compute in such a small space of time, how much you can do in a small space of time, and yet constantly be told, you know, well, he's, he's not putting in the effort, he's not, you know, he's not doing what he should be doing. And then there's this, there's this other layer, which you wouldn't have been aware of but as a parent, my own stuff around wanting to people please, wanting to please those teachers and mm. show them, look how clever my son is, you know, and yet, yeah, you know just uh, they would come back with, yeah no, he's not trying, he's not engaged oh he's not engaged um, what, what, not, he's not engaged, why isn't he engaged
1: because you're not engaging me <laughs> you stupid it's bonkers like how are you going to tell me I'm not engaged bro, engage me and I'll be engaged that's the most ridiculous sentence I have ever heard. That's probably not actually.
0: You did do some naughty things though. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're not going to go into the really big naughty things. So you look worried on your face then. But uh, uh, things care. like taking the batteries out of. <laughs> what was that about? I went into a lot of trouble for uh, that.
1: Not really. She said go to detention and then I didn't ask her to go to detention because she just made me like clean the floor.
0: yeah that's the thing about ADHD right jobs that are just in front of you you do get so like here's the thing with Darren Mm. your stepdad obviously I'm not telling you that he's your stepdad because you know that but (laughs) just for the listeners sake if if something needs doing he now knows how to work our brains right Mm. so that might be for he might say to me in the morning are you could you um hang out the washing when the when the washing machine's finished now if he tells me that I'll remember that at half past five, mm. when the sunny day has finished, he'll come home and be incredibly disappointed because the washing's wet. Oh, <gasps> no!
1: That's alright.
0: Will that be okay? Can we edit that out? I don't think... Yeah. We don't need to edit Who it out. We do you know have been told. Don't edit it.
1: Watch him call me again five times. <laughs> <laughs> right, what were we talking about? We were
0: talking about, so...
1: I have a point to add.
0: Okay. Yesterday, Uh-oh. I went out the... What? Well, just because I'll lose mine. Oh my God! No, no, no. no go on. Because no, you'll lose yours. Go on. No, I've
1: got, i got, I've been meditating. Are you sure? Yeah.
0: Okay. So, um, so, just very quickly. So, if the washing needs doing, the washing basket gets put in the middle of the corridor, right? Mm. So, I, I don't take offence at that at all. So, I know that when I come down to make a cup of tea, ah, there's a washing. job. There's a job to do, and I just <laughs> pick it up and I go and do. Like, every everything I see is a job to do, right? Like.
1: Oh my goodness! Hang on. Can we?
0: Can we do? Keep we're going to have to edit.
1: Keep speaking.
0: All right. Well, we won't edit. We'll just keep going. It's all
1: right. I'm just telling my mate to be
0: quiet while I'm recording. It's very professional, this, isn't it? So yeah, any job that you do. The, in fact, the other day I was walking towards the um, the window because I was going to pull down the blind, and um, as I walked towards the blind I saw that the broom was there and Darren had swept the floor but not picked up the sweepings so I turned around to go and get the uh, dustpan and brush and um, by the time I got to the end of the room I thought to myself the curtain needs pulling, so I turned around, went back to the curtain, and saw the broom, and turned around and <laughs> did that about four times. And Darren said, "Stop it! What are you doing?" Now that is a really good example of dealing with the thing in front of you, but actually not dealing with the thing. <laughs> My, sock.
1: My point yes. to add was. Oh, you've
0: remembered that. I have because indeed, you've been meditating. but now
1: because of yeah. Go on then. And it's really not important anymore, but I might as well say it because I've been holding it in my brain for so long. I went to Plymouth yesterday and Darren was like, right, the recycling needs to be done. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it when I get back. And he was like, I just don't want to have you come back so late that you don't want to do the recycling. then you go to bed. And I was like, nah, that's not going to happen. What's happened? Well, I got home so late that I didn't want to do the recycling. And I just went to
0: bed. Yo. So has the recycling been done? No. mm -hmm. Recycling is a is a one, isn't it? That used to cause us so much stress. Asking you to do the recycling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it's there a, would just be this battle of wills.
1: I hate the job. You think I'd like it because it's just organising. It's like, oh no, it's this goes this. No, 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 no. Because like none of the colours make sense. Like why would you have orange as cardboard? Do you know what I mean? Like blue does not represent paper. That would not why would you have a blue paper bag?
0: How would you have it if you if, if you I, were making recycling? If bags? I had to do
1: recycling I would have
0: Brown for paper, brown for cardboard.
1: I don't know, I just have a big C on it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have, you know what I mean? Like, there's just little, little, I don't want to think about
0: that. Little pictures. <laughs> but it's interesting to think about how things are designed and how things could be designed better for people with neurodiversity. So I think even the recycling could be more accessible. But my goodness, to be used to have some fights over recycling. Yeah. Until we realise Do you know what I realise? That the easiest way to get you to do a job is to do it with you. And when I do it with you, we have loads of fun. Yeah,
1: like shopping.
0: Yeah, I love shopping with you. Food shopping,
1: it's so fun.
0: The middle of Lidl.
1: Middle of Lidl, oh my oh, goodness.
0: Oh my The Lord. middle of
1: Iowa, oh, all of the magical stuff. It's, <laughs> and the thing is, it's all stuff that looks fascinating until you look at it and it's like, this is completely pointless.
0: Yeah. But you didn't used to have that filter of this is completely pointless. It was just all like you wanted everything. I still do. Do you? But you managed to talk yourself out. Yeah. How do you do that?
1: Well, I see, say, hang on, think of a, think of a cool item that I would be fascinated by.
0: Oh, uh, well, I can only think of cushions now.
1: I can only think of pans and like pizza slider thingies. and little bags. Do you know what I bought rain. from
0: the middle of the door? I bought a hair dryer, which is a brush. It's the best purchase I've ever made. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's beyond cool. Yeah,
1: it was nice. Should we talk about something?
0: Food. Food. We're going to talk about food and um, sensory processing. So we've known for years that there are certain smells that are a no-no for you being downstairs in the kitchen.
1: Olives. Beetroot. Oh. Olive. <laughs> Olives and beetroot. If they're near 20 metres of me, I can smell them and I'll be out. Yeah. I don't know why.
0: You're like a dog when it comes to names. I've
1: eaten beetroot before and it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But like the, the smell,
0: smell of is it. so horrible. Yeah. And tomatoes you...
1: as well. I'll eat tomatoes if they're in something, but just like.
0: Okay. And that's a thing, right? It you know so is. Mean? That sort of sensory. It is. Overload, And sometimes that can be really difficult for people to be able to eat a varied diet. Mm. So I think we went through a phase of just, you basically ate crap for about a year and a half because you just wouldn't eat food that we were cooking. I can remember you eating those awful burgers that you put in the microwave and it just used to make me die inside when I bought it. And when I watched you eat them. But you needed calories. It was either that or I
1: did starve,
0: and you did. And that's the thing about you is like you won't eat. So it's not even, ah, uh, you know, I'll eat it because I'm that hungry. You won't. You won't even push past that, will you? I will now. Yeah, but I you didn't did used to. You would, you know. And then the other thing is, like Darren was talking about this the other day, that how you would like a food like shepherd's pie or lasagna or something you'd be like oh my goodness he's eating so I would like make all of these and put them in the freezer and then you get to the fourth one and you'd be like "Oh yeah I don't like this
1: yeah because it's when you eat the same thing over and over again it just gets boring it's like say you're eating an Indian like a lovely Indian takeaway but you just have a massive curry mmm it's delicious yeah and then you get halfway through and it's like well I've just been eating this for like 10-15 minutes now I want something else do you know what I mean I
0: do I do know what it's you it's a mean. bit
1: like this flavour is not amazing anymore because it's only relative to itself
0: yeah so food's a biggie I think it's a real biggie for lots of people food And the smell of food and textures is another thing. When you were little, you used to absolutely adore textures. I can remember you being a toddler (laughs) in the supermarket. And I would always find you, like, cuddled up to the scarves or the fluffy cushions. Or You loved soft texture so much. And I remember taking you to see Nanny Mae. I don't know if you remember this. And um, you were about two and a half, three. And I feeling it was the first time that you met her and you were sat next to her stroking the bottom of her leg because you liked the feel of her tights. Mm. <laughs>
1: it
0: was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just found it really funny. I've still got that vision, and it just really makes me laugh. Um, and it also it's, it's a interesting point around ADHD and reading the room, <laughs> and like being aware of, um, you know, what I one thing that I absolutely adore about you is your ability to go into a situation that most people would go, oh no, you can't do that. And you just do it. So you were just talking about an Indian. Like, mm. walking into the local Indian and saying, don't suppose you've got any food? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, what do you want, mate? And I was like, oh, can I have some have oh, a chicken briyani? And he was like, oh, no worries, mate. Come back in half an hour sweet. week. Well, I'll see you in a bit then. Such a nice guy.
0: Yeah. But it's like most people would not go on the blag for some food. But you obviously thought, oh, I'm hungry. I fancied an Indian. There's a place oh. that does... Food.
1: Never mind. I'll block it out.
0: It's in the, it's it. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Um, I've also gone in there a couple of times just asking for sauce. I remember once I went into co-op and, you know, there were like chicken poppers, just like chicken balls. Mm. And I, they were all like, there was just a whole box of them, mm. like five or six packets, maybe even seven. Mm. And they were all like 20, 30p. So I just brought the box to the to the till. Was like, "Yo, just can I can I have all of these, please?" And I was like, "Yeah, go on, can I have the box as well." Yeah. So I went to the Indian. It was like, "Yo, I've just bought loads of chicken, but it's really dry. I don't suppose I can have any yogurt sauce?" And he was like, "Yeah, no worries, mate." <laughs> and he just got me some yogurt sauce. It was buy
0: well, best grand. Yeah, and ever. you're you're so polite, aren't you? How could anybody say no? But the things like that out in the world, we tend not to do because. I guess because we're worried about rejection.
1: Yeah, we reject ourselves. Like I say, you're about to go... It's the most typical example ever, but you're about to go speak to a girl, yeah, that you fancy. Mm. And then you're like, nah, I'm not going to do it because what if she laughs, what if she says no? Yo, you're rejecting yourself. Yeah. You just reject it. Why would you do that? At least try.
0: It's so true. And um, I've worked with clients before, getting them to ask things even though the answer might be no Mm. because it's really important actually to push yourselves out there and ask those questions and actually you are the embodiment of showing that actually a lot of the time people say yes when Mm. you're brave enough to ask for something people will actually say yes and it will really surprise you uh, you know in how the world works
1: (laughs) all right that's it for this episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) well actually it may well be um we we haven't, uh, I didn't write down any comments. Write them down. I probably don't need to write them down. But we, we please keep those questions coming. And also... I'll
1: tell you what, m- next episode I'll go through, screenshot some good comments and I'll have my phone in I'll just read through and give them yeah. a shout out maybe.
0: But yeah. you'll put your phone on silent so we don't get big pings. Yeah, that was my laptop. My phone was on silent anyway. <sighs> so, we. I also want to just tease you a little bit. Because Ilias and I are thinking about creating an event. And if you would be interested, it would be online. Um, we want to hear from you about that too. That would be exciting. I feel like
1: a lot of people hear an event and be like, what, what's an event?
0: Oh, because it's not youth speak. Well,
1: yeah. What, like, well, I know. What, what event is just a word. <laughs> a word cannot not be youth speak. It's just a word. But like, what, what kind of event?
0: Well, we don't know yet.
1: Right then, so some <laughs> random event is happening soon enough. Let us know if you want to be a part of it.
0: Maybe they have ideas. Right then, we're just rambling now. Should yeah, we end stop. the po- Right, yeah. I right. love how we stop. Yeah, right. that's it. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to keep up to date with the next episodes, then be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this and follow us on Laura Jessica Walker on Instagram.